Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey, what's going on, church? We are so excited you decide to join us for this daily devotion as we continue to dive into the book of Acts. If you got your Bibles, I want you to open up with me to Acts chapter 9, and we're going to break down to verses 1 through 6. And as you open up to these scriptures, I want to kind of go back a little bit to Acts chapter 7. You see, it's in Acts chapter 7, the Bible recalls the final events of Stephen's life. And if you don't know who Stephen is, Stephen was one of the first deacons of the first church. He was one of the ones responsible for taking care of less fortunate people. And in Acts chapter 7, he is about to become the first Christian martyr. And the Bible says that as Stephen was being stoned for preaching the gospel, Stephen's accusers took off their coats and laid them at the feet of a young man named Saul. Now, it's in this moment that we first hear of Saul. Now, if you don't know who Saul is, Saul was a devout Jew. He was a very educated man. He was a very religious man. But the problem with Saul was that he didn't believe Jesus was the Messiah. And anyone that Saul felt was a threat to Judaism and what he believed, he would take action against them. He would do things like destroy churches he would enter into the homes of believers and drag them to prison. He would arrest men, women, and children. It didn't matter to him. And what he would do is once he would get them into court, he would order them to be stoned and killed. It was literally where he was the judge, jury, and executioner. Some would even say he was the worst of the worst. And Saul, he did this for many years. And this is kind of where we pick up today. In Acts chapter 9, verse 1, it says this, Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers. So he went to the high priest. He requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus, asking for their cooperation in the arrest of any followers of the way he found there. Now, the way was what he called Christianity. He wanted to bring them, both men and women, back to Jerusalem in chains. So here, church, we find Saul. He is on his way to Damascus to arrest and persecute more Christians. In other words, it's just another day on the job for him. You know, I think in a movie, Major Payne, and Major Payne said it this way, killing is his business and business is good. But all jokes aside, though, do you know what the worst part of it was for Saul? It wasn't the violence. It wasn't even his anger. The worst part of it was that Saul believed what he was doing was right. He thought he was right because in his mind, he was just protecting the religion. He was protecting everything he had been taught. In his mind, he was honoring all those religious people that came before him, that hammered into him growing up. This is the only way it could be. You know, I think about Saul in this moment, and it's easy to judge him. It's easy to be angry at him for what he was doing to God's people and the way he respected God in the first place. But if we're being honest today, most of us could say that we didn't always honor God or treat his people the way they should be treated either. I know maybe I'm the only one, I don't know, but 
But I know I wasn't killing people or arresting people, but in my past, let's be honest, I did things to dishonor God. I was known in my past to use his name in vain. In my past, before I really got to know him, it wasn't uncommon for me to add a curse word to his name. And not only did I dishonor him in my words, I also dishonored him with my actions. There was a time when I did what I wanted, when I wanted, with whoever I wanted. I even think about when I first started coming to church, man, being dragged, everyone looked at it, but I would come to church and, man, I'd come in and check my religious box in my life and I would come in on a Sunday still smelling like the night before. I had no respect for God, man. I'd come in smelling like Hennessy, Crown, weed, whatever, still buzzing and high and just roll in, not giving any respect to him or his people. And I think about that, man, and so it's, it's easy to look at Saul from a distance and judge him. But if I'm being honest, if I look closer, I realize that we're not that different at all. And I think if you were honest as well, you'd probably agree with me. Now, the Bible goes on to say in Acts 9 verse 3, As he was approaching Damascus on this mission, a light from heaven suddenly shone down around him. So here we got Saul, right? He's on his road trip. He's on his way to work just like every other day, doing what he always thought was right. When suddenly the Bible says there's this divine interruption. Verse 4 says that in that moment, Saul fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Now check out Saul's response. Verse 5, who are you, Lord? Saul asked, and the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now catch this, church. Saul, in an instant, realized that he is speaking to Jesus. And in an instant, his belief system is changed forever. Come on, how many of you know there's power in the voice of God? You know, I want you to think back to when you first heard his voice. I know for me, maybe for me it was in a church service. Maybe for you it was in a church service. Maybe for you it was in a small group meeting. Maybe, just maybe for you, it was watching, while watching a Devo like today. Maybe like Saul, it was on your way to work. On a day just like every other day. And you heard his voice and it changed your life forever. Like I said, I remember when I heard it for the first time. It was in a youth service on a Wednesday night and service had just ended and I was getting ready to roll just like every other Wednesday night when all of a sudden the pastor began to do this altar call. And I was listening to the words coming out of his mouth and as he spoke, it felt like he was speaking right to me. And I remember hearing this still small voice like the Bible talks about in me. And it told me this, it said, Terry, tonight was for you. I love you. I care about you. I see you. Tonight was for you. And I think about years since that has happened. And I think about how I've heard that voice over and over and over again tell me things like, say yes to that opportunity. Take a step. Trust me. Pray for that family. Sit down with that family. Terry, I'm still in control. I love you. I'm proud of you. And in an instant, Saul heard that voice and knew that voice too. Now remember, 
We're talking about the same Saul that before this moment killed Jesus believers. He hurt those that stood up for the gospel. And I believe in my heart that this speaks volumes, church, because it shows us that we should never stop praying and interceding for those who seem far away from God. Because if God was willing to show up for Saul on a dirt road on the road on the way to Damascus, then it could happen for anyone, anywhere, at any time. Can I get a good amen? We can't give up on people because God hasn't given up on people. And God, he didn't give up on Saul and he showed up for Saul and he changed his heart. But I love how it didn't stop with some kind of salvation moment. Come on. Jesus didn't defeat death, overcome sin and redeem Saul's life for Saul to just fill a seat on a Sunday. No, no. God had a new purpose for Saul. And for Saul to walk out that purpose, he would have to go. And verse 6 says this in Acts 9, Jesus tells them, Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. In other words, Saul is told what a lot of us have been told by God. Just go, and I will reveal the rest to you soon. In church, those instructions would be the beginning to the calling that Jesus had on Saul's life, and that was to preach the gospel And if you were to continue reading Saul's story, you would learn that Saul would go on to be one of the greatest missionaries the world has ever seen. He would take that same passion he once had against the church and he would use it for the church. He would go from attempting to tear the church down to building it up and creating a momentum to what we see as the church today. So today as we close, I want to ask you this. Who has God put on your heart? for you to pray for that seems very far from God. Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a family member, maybe it's your spouse, but who do you need to pray for today that God has put on your heart that he doesn't want you to give up on? Now, maybe you're watching this and you would say, Terry, that's me. I need to know, I want to meet the the Jesus that Saul met on that road to Damascus that day. If that's you, it's okay. Because I'll be honest with you, I would love the privilege to pray for you as we close out our Devo today. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you for this day. I thank you that through Saul's life, we were reminded, Lord God, that you never give up on us, that we shouldn't give up on others, and that you're willing to meet us right where we are, Lord God, and change our life and change our hearts in an instant. I pray for those people, Father God, that you're putting on people's hearts right now, Lord God, that they be drawn back to you as your children. And Lord God, if someone's watching this today, I pray for that person that says they want to meet you today. I pray that you meet them right where they are and they feel your love as they watch this Devo. Father God, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.